Well, good afternoon, everybody. I hope you are having a great day. I don't know if it's afternoon, morning, whatever. Uh, I do know that uh, this is post-daylight savings time that I'm coming to you recording this, except for those of you, my friends in states like Indiana and Arizona and places like that, that do not participate in daylight savings time. But it means that the Winter is getting closer and the holidays are getting closer and the days are getting shorter and the weather is getting colder and uh, all of those things. I don't know about where you are, but in our area, it seems like it went from summer to winter literally overnight. We just completely skipped fall and went right into winter and uh, that's all good. Well, glad to have you here today. This is Corey Baker and you are listening to the Chasing Better podcast, and it is my goal each and every week to come and to bring you some value, uh, some uh, questions to ask yourself and takeaways to really assist you to live your best life that you possibly can. That really is my goal. Um, I'm an author and obviously a podcast host, and I'm a coach and just someone who is out to try to um, help other become help others become better in every area of my life. I, I try to lead by example and uh, want to just bring some value to you. So I'm in the middle of doing this challenge with a few friends of mine called 75 Hard, which is a really a commitment to push yourself for 75 days. And there's some intense workouts that are included with that and, and nutrition. And uh, it's been a it's been a really cool thing for me. I've dropped a, a lot of weight. I've I've um, I've uh, decreased my body fat percentage. I've increased my lifts. And uh, but one of the things that I've liked a lot about these last several weeks is one of the requirements in this challenge is to read. 10 pages a day, which isn't significant. Many of you read much more than that, but literally you can't miss a day. If you miss a day, you got to start over uh, until you get 75 days a row of doing all of these things. So um, in the process of you know working out a lot and having to uh, really push myself when it comes to reading, I've really learned a lot and gotten a lot of takeaways. And that's really, you know, with people like me, I mean, I don't feel like I'm just someone that's just uh, overtly smart. In fact, if you look at my high school transcripts and I fully understand that our life isn't necessarily defined by whatever our GPA is, I've had an interesting discussion with some friends and that is, do you care about your kids getting straight A's? And the answer for that to me is no, I don't care uh, that my, if my kids get straight A's. And one of the things that we really talk a lot about is the importance of recognizing effort and not necessarily recognizing the result. I know that some of you uh, hyper competitive people out there are like Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. Uh, 98% or below is unacceptable. Um, and that's fine if that's the way you choose to parent. It's just not the way that we have. And we really do our best to, to really teach our girls the importance of um, putting in effort. And so for me, I got to about a little less than a 3.0 GPA in high school. I have no college, I am a high school graduate. Kinda. Well, no, not kinda. I am. I, I do have a high school diploma. I have zero college uh, uh, curriculum or no college credits. And I think it's safe to say that I've done decently well with what I have. So uh, this is not a brag fest, but maybe it is kinda. Uh, but we just wanted to talk a little bit today about the importance of um, of that. And so we're talking a lot. We've been talking about fear and just things that potentially could stand in the way of you um, 
just being your best self. We've talked about fear. We, we had a great discussion last week. This is really all over the place. I really just kind of want to add value in whatever way. There's not really a theme here. Uh, last week, we had a great discussion about race. Uh, I've got a couple of awesome guests lined up in the next couple of weeks that are going to come and give you some really awesome stuff about growing your business online, using social media. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about mental health. That's a really popular topic these days. Lots of people have issues with mental health. How do you really um, help with that and um, focus on that in, a, in an area where we seem to um, be all over the map with it? Some just deny that it exists. Some people put too much emphasis on it. Um, how, what's the, how do we help people? So we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. But today, with the books that I'm reading, uh, there's a, a couple of books. So with working out a lot, I listen to audiobooks and then sitting down, I, I read. And uh, I've read several books over the last couple of weeks that have really impacted me a great deal. And I wanted to give them a plug and encourage you to go get them if you have not. The first one is uh, a book that is called The Go-Giver. It's a really short little book. It's got a red cover. You can find it on Amazon. The Go-Giver, I am not endorsed by whoever the author of Go-Giver is. It's just something that I've really enjoyed. And it talks a lot about the, the purpose of life really is to be a giver and to add value. And a lot of people get caught up in this world of achieve and in this world of sales and wanting more clients and wanting more income, we really feel that we are driven in motivation by the bottom line. And this book really talks about how, how important it is to be someone that if you truly want to achieve, one of my favorite quotes is that to get everything you want in life, you first help other people get exactly what they want. And it's that's just a really simple way of looking at it. So this book was talking about value and and there was a question that was posed that really caused me to stop and reflect and ask myself if this could be said about me and it really discusses the importance of adding value to others and I know that's a broad term you know you can you can define adding value to others in just about any way that you would like to um but this is the question that they asked in the book that I have been pondering really a lot over the last several days. And they said this, they said, does the value that you give to others exceed the compensation you receive for doing it? Does the value that you add, does the service that you add to your clients, to your customers, whoever it is, does that far exceed the compensation you receive for doing those things? Whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're a teacher, whether you are an entrepreneur, you work from home, you have your own business, whether you sell cars or run a restaurant, does the value that you provide, does the value that you add far exceed the compensation that you receive for doing it? And again, I know that there are some professions that um, – are, are cr- grossly underpaid. Think of our teachers who give a whole lot and spend a lot and invest a lot in raising up the next generation. And I'm a, and I don't you know believe that many of our teachers are probably paid what they are worth. Um, and this isn't a discussion about wage. And this could be said of anything. I, I think it's possible to earn a million dollars a year, but to give far more value than that. And the great thing about this topic is that you are the only one that can be the the one that can answer that question. 
do you give more in value than you receive in compensation? And the truth is, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword here that if you really want to make a significant income, which there's nothing wrong with that because you can do a lot of great good. My kids right now are upstairs stuffing crap tons of shoe boxes that we fill out and stuff every year to send to kids all over the world that don't have Christmas presents. We can, we can use, we can, we can stuff a lot of shoe boxes and that's a good thing. You know, we should, we need to stop villainizing money and we especially need to stop villainizing people that have money because the bottom line is you can do a significant amount of good if you have money. Now, here's the deal. Money doesn't make you good or make you bad. It is what it is. But I've heard this said oftentimes that money just makes you more of what you already are. If you are generous, more money makes you more generous. If you're an evil prick, then more money makes you a bigger prick. I mean, that's just the way it works, right? So does what you offer in service exceed the compensation that you receive. So I've been really thinking a lot about that and asking myself some really tough questions. And I just got back about a week ago from an amazing business one-day conference with a uh, hero of mine that I've learned so much from, even though I've never met him. And his name is Ed Milad. And he and this guy, Andy Fraschilla, have put on this uh Event and there's this group that's called the uh, Arate Syndicate that I, I'm uh, blessed to be a part of, and uh, just some high value uh, people that get together and not just at conferences a couple times a year, but on weekly uh, get togethers where there's just value added. So much that I've learned. And when I was at the summit in St. Louis last week, there was a statement that Ed made. That has really got me thinking because here's the deal. My guess is if you're listening to this podcast, you have a pretty, you know, you have a pretty good idea of what it is that you want, which by the way, I firmly believe this. If you don't have what you want in life, it's for one of two reasons. One, you don't know what you want or two, you don't think that what you want is possible. We all know there's things that we want and it doesn't always mean more. It doesn't always mean more money. It doesn't always mean more success or a bigger rank or a better office or a bigger house or a faster car or nicer vacations. It doesn't always mean that, right? But if you don't have what you want, and this is what I believe that the vast majority of us want, it's not about a dollar sign, it's not about how much we earn, it's about freedom. What most of us want is the ability to do what we want when we want. That's freedom. Some people have all the time in the world but they don't have the financial means to support the lifestyle that they want to live. Many people have all the finances they can handle, but they have no time because they're enslaved to a job that they have to have. And sometimes in the, in the case of someone who may be a physician or an attorney or something like that, they feel a a deep calling for what they do. They put in long hours because they feel it's their purpose and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, So ask yourself that question. If you currently don't have what it is that you want, is it because A, you don't have a clear understanding of what it is that you want, or B, is it because you know what you want, you just don't think it's possible, and if you don't think it's possible, then why put in the work necessary to achieve it if it's never going to happen anyway, okay? So, 
Ed Milet was talking and he said this and he was talking about business, but I really feel that this can be said about life in general. And this is what he said. He said, you don't have the business that you hope for. You have the business that you fight for. And I believe wholeheartedly that that is something that can apply to our life as well. You do not have the life that you hope for. You have the life that you fight for. Since this really is geared towards entrepreneurs, my guess is you're all attempting or striving or growing or desiring to increase your income, increase your influence, grow your business. So if you want to put it in that context, you don't have the business that you hope for. You have the business that you fight for. Here's the thing about hope. Hope is great. Hope is a wonderful thing, but the vast majority of the time when we look at hope, hope rests in what somebody else can or can't do. I hope somebody else comes through. Uh, I hope a certain candidate wins the election. I hope that whatever, fill in the blank, hope more often than not rests in something that is not in your control, right? Think about it. Now, there are some things that we can hope for that are in our control, but the vast majority of things that we can hope for are not in our control. Fight is in our control. We are in control of the fight that we have. So look at it this way. When it comes to your business, have you often said things, man, I hope things turn around soon. I hope that I can find more clients. I hope that I can improve my bottom line. I hope that I can fill in the blank. So many times in the back of your head, what you're really saying is, I hope that I get lucky. I hope that some things start falling my way. I hope that chance favors me. But at the end of the day, you have to look at it from the other perspective and say, right now, um, I'm not going to get the business I hope for. I'm going to get the business that I'm fighting for. So here's the deal. Are you fighting for what it is that you want to create, right? So this is one of the things that I've been talking about, and there's a question that I want to leave you with as we conclude here shortly that has been a, a real help to me. There was a group that I'm a part of that um, the, the, the leader in this mastermind group, his name is Mark, and Mark asked me a question, and I don't know if he's the one that originated this question, but he gets credit for it. And we were talking about what it is that we want. We were talking about what it is that we wanted to create in our life and, you know, Sometimes we can get stuck and we can get in this hope mode and not enough in this fight mode. And he asked a question. He said, okay, now that you've all defined what it is that you want, I want to ask you a two-part question. And that um, two-part question is this. In order to achieve what it is that you want, what are you willing to do? What are you not willing to do? If your business, if you're trying to improve bottom lines or if you're trying to earn a significant income, whatever, when you figure out what it is that you want, ask yourself two questions. I'm willing to do this. I am unwilling to do this. It could be, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. It could have to do with, I'm willing to do what it takes. I'm not willing to sacrifice my family, whatever. I kind of took that from a different perspective. And actually, when I was asked that question, I was sitting in my car looking at the house that my wife and I are building, which has been a dream house that we've wanted for a long, long time. And as I was looking at this, I thought of what I'm wanting to create, which is uh, we're, we're wanting to create our dream home right now, right? And this house is a sweet house. 
It's got a lot of things. It's, it's, it's got a bowling alley in the basement. There's all kinds of things, stuff that I've wanted for a long time. And so when I looked at that and put myself through this exercise, I thought, okay, you know what? I'm willing to bust it for the next five years to accomplish this. Now, here's the deal. That's a very broad thing. And I encourage you to be a little more specific with what it is that you're willing and not willing to do. But actually, the not willing one is better. So I'm willing to bust it for the next five years to make this a reality. I'm willing to add, go back to the beginning. I'm willing to add a tremendous amount of value. I'm willing to help a lot of people because if I'm earning a significant income, what that means is I am servicing, I am helping, I am adding value to a lot of people. So I am willing to do that. And as I looked at this house, I, I began to look at this and say, what am I not willing to do? And I said, you know what I'm not willing to do? I'm not willing to have a mortgage. Now, this house that we're building is a pretty significant one. And, you know, you look at a house like this and you're like, you know what? I can, man, I can, I can get a 30-year mortgage on this and I can pay it off and I can have a payment and all this kind of stuff. But I looked at this and I said, you know what? I'm, I want this, but I am not willing to have a mortgage. So you know what that tells me? Now, of course, I'm getting financing and we're working this, but here's the deal. We have a plan to not only have this house that we want, but to not owe a dime on it in the next three to five years, to have it paid off completely, not willing to have a mortgage. So this is what this forced me to do. We can afford and then some this house that we are building with what we're currently earning. I can't afford to not have a mortgage with what I'm currently doing. I can't, right? They're, they're, I, if, if I want to pay this in cash, I need to vastly increase what it is that I am doing if I want to accomplish that. And so then that brings me back to this point of saying, okay, if that's what it's going to take, I got to step it up. I got to increase my efforts. I am not, that's not going to happen because I hope it happens. It will happen if I fight for it. So I want to encourage you to get a really crystal clear understanding of what it is that you want and are trying to create in your life and in your business, and then put yourself through that process. This is what I want. In order to achieve it, this is what I am willing to do, and this is what I am not willing to do. And I am guaranteeing you that when you answer those two questions, it is going to force you to look inwardly and say, there are things that have to change in how I am operating if I am going to go after what I'm wanting. Because my business, my life right now, I have the life. I have the business that my comfort zones are allowing me to have. And if it's going to be about accomplishing this thing that I'm willing to fight for, then I'm going to have to change a few things to make it a reality. So that's my challenge for you today to really put yourself through those questions. And um, if this has added value to you today, share it with somebody, Uh, put it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, somewhere, your Twitter, and tell people about this. I hope this is something that adds a lot of value to you. I hope this has uh, forced you to ask some really serious questions. Uh, questions and conversations and uh, let's go define what it is that we want and let's go make it happen baby we got short lives Uh, we don't know how much how much longer we have or what we're guaranteed Uh, but you are awesome and I am so excited to be a part of your team that adds value to you to help make what you want a reality go chase better everybody